your guarantee. Works for kicking the shit out of me, dude. Hey, Google. Pause. Let's go. Let's have a fucking day. Man, it is Friday. It is a wonderful Friday. Uh, man, it is a good fucking Friday, man. Feels good. Feeling good. The weekend looks fun. The weekend looks entertaining. You know what? The weekend looks like money. That's what it looks like. The weekend looks... Yeah. Yeah. weekend looks like money. Historically, I, I should break this down, but we, we do not do well on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, historically... Historically, historically, our weekends suck, and we get bailed out big time on Wednesday night for our posted picks. <laughs> I don't think I've ever you know? swept a weekend. I've swept some Wednesdays. I don't think I've ever swept a weekend. I don't think I have a sweep yet. So, welcome to Money Back Guarantee. <laughs> My name is Angel. I am with the wonderful, amazing Jay. We are here on a beautiful Friday. It is Friday. We are going to have some fun, and we go with some money this weekend. You heard oh, yeah. Jay talk about we don't do good on weekends, but we're changing that up. You know why we should change it up, Jay? Because winning a, money a, is way more fun than losing it. I mean, hundred percent. But <laughs> it's all it's it's fun when your money's in the game. But just a sneak peek to everyone. My pick for tomorrow, right away. We're gonna go with Rose Yama Yunus. Winning, beating Hui Li in the UFC for the championship belt. Rose Yama Yunus, the thug, will win her belt. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great weekend. Dude, she's uh, she's coming under, under some uh, heat for taking shots at communism. You know, it's all good because... When we get into that ring, we go show communism what's up. We go put hands on communism. We go show them what's up. Rose Yami Yunus is one of the most elite fighters that I've seen at that weight class. Even though Wei Lee is destroying everyone in that, she has not crashed into Rose yet. It's about to be a great weekend. There we go. There we go. Yeah. I think I was texting you before. Uh, The Masvidal-Usman fight is going to be... 
Masvidal, man, uh, looking at the card, mm-hmm. looking at the card, I, yeah. I would probably pick Usman. Uh, he's younger. He's just – the ground game is completely different animal, mm-hmm. but he's also got a chin. But, man, Masvidal's got that confidence, baptizing people to the shadow realm. Mm-hmm. And he looks good right now. He might have – like, just from, like, a weigh-in perspective, just seeing him kind of move around a little bit, I don't think he's ever looked better. No, he hasn't. And, and he's got to back it up this fight. There's a big reason for George looking that good. He hasn't fought since that. Then he had right. a, yeah, then he had a, an amazing camp. And now that boy is coming in at 170, no towel, doesn't have to cut 22 pounds. That boy looks good. And going up, there's no trash. It wasn't too much trash talking. It was as as civil as it could be with those two guys that talk trash to each other. Jorge got up there, looked him dead in his face. All right, man, you already know. Grabbed this little cute little BML belt that he has, and <laughs> he walked off the stage. Straight business. Straight business, and that's exactly what we need from Game Bread. And it's about to be an amazing fight. That pick... I'm going to give you at the end of the show. All right. You're making the little teaser. The teaser. I love it. Yes, sir. It's going to be. And for them to have three belts on this fight is very, very interesting. Because you're going to start off the summer with a big bang. And then you got to have fights come after that. And we saw you sent me the text today. Looks like John Jones is out. Looks like they're going to go with Derek Lewis going forward. $30 million for <laughs> old-ass John Jones. Yeah. That's what it's – man, that is crazy. At, I a new, at a new weight class where he might legitimately get knocked out in 30 seconds. Look what happened like, to Israel. He went like to – This, isn't, up, this isn't This isn't Connor moving up to a new weight class, knocking somebody out and being like, now pay me. No, 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 no. Unproven at heavyweight, the ultimate division where anything can happen. And you're coming out and saying, give me 30 guaranteed. Okay. Now let's play devil's advocate a little bit. Now he has a zero. He has a zero and you got to respect that. And he's getting paid zero. I understand that, but you got to pay top dollar to get that guy in the ring. He is the best fighter in the world. Was the best fighter in the world. Still the best fighter in the world. No. You don't think Bones Jones is the best fighter in the world right now? Absolutely not. Who do you think is? Not John Jones. <laughs> oh, my God. Are we talking pound for just, pound or are we talking in general? I mean, we could talk We could talk pound for pound. Khabib, okay, Khabib thinks he has yeah. that title, but he I retired. I, yeah, I mean, I would, I would obviously give it to Khabib first. Like legitimately, I just I every time I watch John Jones fight, I'm not impressed. Because it's not that fun, John. It's that it's not that young John Jones. You're calling him old for a reason. He's gotten more technical. He's gotten more precise with his shots. But he gets. I feel like he gets a superstar treatment from judges because he's John Jones. Uh, Mayweather gets the same shit. There have been a like. I feel like probably what the last four fights I've seen John Jones fight. I had it going differently than the judges by like one round and he wins in a split decision three, two. 
I, there were some fights, especially that Santos fight. Definitely it was um, 3-2. But it's still Bones Jones. Bones Jones is turning into this. If he keeps fighting, if the UFC can finally figure it out with him, he's going to be like Mayweather, bro. Touch, touch, move around. Kick, kick, move around. Touch, touch, move around. He's not going to be a guy that's going to hit the ground a lot, and he's just going to take you apart and win by the decision. That is a dangerous, dangerous strategy at heavyweight because you can try that, then Derek Lewis hits you with a right out of nowhere, and you're out. They have seven inches of yeah. length apart them. Like everybody has is seven six, inches six, of length on Derek Lewis. <laughs> Derek was like five nine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, hey, respect to the five nine, all right? I, I I'm calling him <laughs> as a winner, dude. What do you mean? <laughs> do you think Derek Lewis can beat up Bone Jones? Yes. Oh my god. He'll take a shot. His balls is not, hot, dude. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna take John. He can take John in, Jones. Ngannou, I think beats Bones Jones, but that's it. That's no, it. Ngannou did nobody, so much on the ground. Nobody has power like Derek Lewis in terms of a one-hit shot. I don't think DC has that power. I don't nope. think Stipe has that power. Nope. Maybe Ngannou, but I don't know. It's and either. Derek Lewis has a chin john jones can dance around all he wants but that little bowling ball does not stop and it doesn't matter (laughs) if there's i mean again legitimately has not cats out with two seconds left in the last round that's just how he is it only takes one shot he was losing like what eight ten three straight rounds knock somebody out in the last five seconds all it takes he doesn't care about points I totally understand, but Bones Jones is not going to put himself in the position to let that happen, bro. And shoot, Five rounds. for eight million. Bop, 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 touch him up, and that's it. That's what he's going to do. Derek Lewis is going to do it for eight million because eight million for Derek Lewis is a gang of money. Unlike Floyd Mayweather, John Jones can't just hug somebody and get separated to his corner. The UFC has takedowns. The UFC mm-hmm. has freaks, and John Jones is getting older and age in MMA manifests itself completely differently than in boxing boxing with footwork and with the right defense you can protect yourself different defense when you're talking about four ounce gloves how many how many heavyweights are going to the ground not many not at all but john jones Jones is going to be the one who takes him to the ground no bones jones is going to be the one that's not going to be on the ground with them there's no one that's going to take him down and when he does get down, Bones Jones is going to be able to get his ass right back out. It really depends on where he's going to be fighting at, too. He's going to be fighting at 20 under, 30 under. That's a lot of weight. I wouldn't assuming do that. He does, assuming he doesn't pop, too. How's oh, he gaining that weight? I mean, hope. That's a whole other story. We could get into that, and that goes for 20 minutes. But <laughs> Derek, but Derek Lewis won't touch Bones Jones. He won't touch him in a fight. And Ganu is your only hope to beat Bones Jones. And I think that fight goes 4-1 with Ngannou winning the second round with a good hit. Other than that, Bones Jones is going to find a way to wake up off that hit and keep moving. Your best bet is to put Adesanya and Bones Jones to fight a best-of-five fight at a catchweight of 200, and that's it. That's how you fix 
That's how you fix that. You're out of your mind. I, you think John <laughs> Jones is like, I'm sorry, Angel. Is this, is this 2015, 2016? <laughs> it's Anderson Silva and John Jones, pound for pound, one and two. I'm just... Bro, you are, you are thinking you're doing that thing where you, uh, you think about somebody in the prime and all the great fights they've given you. This is not that. This is a John Jones who's not older, but has a year of ring rust, is going up a higher weight class at what, 34? Uh-huh. Man, I just don't see that happen- ending well for John Jones. I think, you know what, you might beat out the, the steep A's. You might beat – and again, John Jones – very lucky because the heavyweight division in the UFC, I do not think is very good. I know you're the, you're basically the triple A scout of the UFC. <laughs> you know, all these, all these dudes who are wrestling in dirt and, you know, Africa with Usman I'm, and just going, uh, going ham in the dirt. I'm watching but, UFC on Tuesday nights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it is for me right now. But Wait. it's funny that you say that because, as, as the casual fan, Jeez, I do not see that. He has not lost. We got to understand that. Again. No contest well, in one it. fight, but that's it. He took that L there. That was it. Oh, sorry. He lost to uh, Matt Hamlin in the back in the day. 2009 was his last loss. But here's the thing. 2009. But here's the thing. I want you to go on Twitter, and I want you to just search – John Jones lost that fight because you're going to see about four or five just clusters where John Jones should not have won, got absolutely obliterated in the late rounds, got nine tens instead of eight tens. Like he probably should have gotten and has pulled off some wins that he should not have gotten. Well, I'm, I'm just talking about what I see. I mean, you can, you could still believe in John Jones, but you know, I, I think I think Dana White would be absolutely stupid to give pop for PEDs three times, DUI, like unreliable John Jones. Okay. Thirty so, million dollars to lead the heavyweight division. His last four fights, striking only fifty nine to twenty two, I guess, against Gustafson. 125 to 36 against Anthony Smith. 59 to 43 against Thiago Santos. The fight that I said it was iffy. And 104 to 116. Jones does get two takedowns that fight against Dominic Reyes. So your last are your last fight against Dominic Those Reyes. Are tra- trash ass takedowns, too. Those were t- points. early takedowns. Points, points that got him over the hump. Those are points that got him over the hump. I remember one of them was very late in the fight. I understand. But that got him the win to get the W. That keeps him going forward. He does what he needs to do to win the fight. That's Bones Jones now. Older, wiser Bones Jones. And going forward, that's what you're going to see from him. So expect that. But I still expect dominance. I truly do. I don't think he's going to lose from one crazy punch. Like, no, you're going to need a guy like Jan. He should go back to 205, go fight Jan. 
because Jan Blankovich is a monster that could hold you down and beat you down. And I think Bones Jones should fight him, but I still feel like Bones Jones will win that fight. Oh my God. Okay. Now the Lions are open to trading number seven. (laughs) Nobody wants their picks. Nobody wants their picks. Breaking news running down the fucking line here. Yeah, here's the thing, man. I I just don't see I don't see that being that big of a commodity. Number seven? Yeah, like no like it, it's it's similar to eight. Like unless some absolutely wild shit happens, like those picks become one hundred percent worthless for most teams trying to move up the second that Atlanta gets rid of their pick. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like if I'm Atlanta, I'm calling, I'm calling some of these teams and being like, Hey, do you want to move up to four? I'll trade like I'll trade four for seven. And, a, and like add a second or something. I'm sure the Lions are willing or looking to move out. Oh, never mind. I was thinking Carolina. I was thinking Carolina or Denver. There you go. Denver's at nine. Yeah, I would be so trying to trade like four. four for nine and then like pick up a second. Pick up a second, yeah. That would make a lot of sense. But, I mean, at that point, they should just wait and see if anyone is going to buy that four. Because what happens if no one moves and Atlanta has to pick there? Who would they get? I mean, honestly. Like Forrest, Kyle Pitts, 100%. If no one yeah. is calling at that point, no one else is calling at that point at four. You are stuck at four because seven and eight is always fluctuating and shit. I think it depends on who goes one, two, three. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. No, I know, but like who's that third quarterback? Because if it's Mac Jones, <sighs> I take Trey, I take Justin Fields. You know, and I and I'm calling everybody trying to move him on draft day, like Eli fucking Manning. Why? Matt you, Ryan's okay. 36. Okay. okay. I'm I'm saying I'm saying me assuming that the Falcons don't want a quarterback because they're trying to move out of four. Okay. That that's me assuming that Atlanta has some sort of weird plan where like, Oh, I don't know. Maybe we can get Deshaun next year or something like that. Assuming Atlanta does not want to get a quarterback or like they're going to extend Matt Ryan for three years, whatever. Then shoot. I'm going to trade. I'm going to pick Justin Fields. I'm going to talk to the Patriots and be like, hey, I got Justin Fields. You got insane people on defense. Like, I don't know. Like, hey, I know you just signed, you know, Hunter Henry, but how about we get that? We fucked up. I, we fucked up, but they could do it, you know? Hunter's unpacking. Like, hey, bud, repack. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe that piece would be more valuable than the pick itself if they oh, don't know what the pick is. At 35 for Matt Ryan, who are you? Matt Ryan or Justin Fields, man? Honestly, bro. I mean, obviously, I'd take Justin Fields. So why? What is the? Why is Atlanta so quick to move out of there? Like, what is your loyalty to Matt Ryan at 35? He hasn't done anything for you, truly. He got almost, you to a Super Bowl at lot, almost. Okay. I almost made it to the NFL, Jay. I mean, almost. Well, let's, well, let's talk. I mean, but here's the thing. When you put that Super Bowl on, do you put that on Matt Ryan or do you put that on Kyle Shanahan? Put it on the whole Atlanta organization because Matt just needed to score a couple more times. Or do you put it on their creepy-ass owner, 
keeping around the fucking sideline in the third quarter. Yeah, that was a little too early. Should have stayed in the box. Everyone stays in the box. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Atlanta truly was going against a team and they slept. That's what happens to every single team from pros to the T-ball teams. Throw the ball away, Matt. From the pros to the T-ball, if you're up by a lot, you go to sleep on the team that you're going against, and that's what happens. No mercy rolls in the Super Bowl, baby. And then Tom Brady wins another one and looks more fantastic than he already did at that point. God, can you can you remember when Tom Brady only had five Super Bowl rings? Not no six, no. not six, not seven. Yeah, but you know what? It's not now that you're on that point, you know. Tom Brady had a couple cute little remarks towards uh, Salvador Perez when Salvador Perez is batting. He's wearing a Tom Brady jersey and he goes, no, Patrick Mahomes the best. Tom goes, why is he he wearing the jersey then? Action speaks louder than words, says Tom Brady. Why is he he wearing the jersey then? But Patrick Mahomes snapped back at his ass and said, hey, We'll see in 20 years how things work out. And I'll let you know who the greatest winky face. Hey, man. Why is he wearing the jersey, though? It does not matter. It totally does. It's so weird. Here we go. You want to see greatness? You're going to see it. I understand that Patrick Mahomes lost last year. They're going to need to duel it out this year. But guess what? They did what they needed to do to protect their key piece. The Kansas City Chiefs go out and go get Orlando Brown from the Ravens, and they didn't trade too much to do it, but they do, like you said. But they did trade a lot of those pieces to the Ravens. They did. It was a very weird AFC trade, but they had to do something. Chiefs had to go get linemen, and they did. They got themselves a franchise right tackle, and they got themselves a franchise quarterback and a franchise tight end, a franchise receiver. My team is set, ready to go for another. When you pay anybody, you can call them a franchise. I mean, settle down. Hey, Andrew, remember last season when the Chiefs returned a Pro Bowl left tackle and an All Pro right tackle? Hey, listen. What happened? What happened to them? What happened to them? Hey, man. Did they get hurt? Do injuries happen? Yeah, injuries do happen, but we're not worried about that now because we're going to run it back again. I put my money Uh, on, ladies and gentlemen. I put my money on it. Tampa Bay versus Kansas City in the Super Bowl. This stamp right here. No, I said Tampa Bay running it back. We're gonna run it back. Yeah, I have a, same, I have a lot same of thing. You know what? Maybe Tom will <laughs> maybe Tom will have to play in the fourth quarter this year. You know, this team right now, you put them all on the line right now. Orlando Brown, Funny, all my boys out there right now against Tampa Bay. We're winning. 100 percent You could bring your World Series or World Series, your Super Bowl roster right now, even without signing Orlando. Bring them right now. With my team right now. It's over, bro. 35 <laughs> <okay>. 35-14. <laughs> 35-14. You bring this team, Kansas City team right now, 35-14. No chemistry either. No chemistry. Off Clip the bench. It. Clip it. Clip it. <laughs> Clip it. I'm going to yep. be playing this 
yep. February. What at what February? The Super Bowl is probably gonna be like the second or third February sixth, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Yep. No, yeah. No, it's Valentine's Day weekend now, or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's right. February February sixteenth. Yep. I'm gonna be playing this clip. I'm gonna be dancing and smoking a cigar like I was this hey. February. Hey, you know what? I'll be doing the same thing when I get that score exactly right. Kansas City thirty five, Bucks fourteen. Because we're getting good. At, all we're gonna do now is draft defense, baby. We're good. And Sherman's not signed yet. So once we figure it all out, we could get Sherman on the corner too. What's up? How Top much twenty. Do you think you have? Huh? How much money no, do you think? We don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> People Richard Sherman's gonna play for free. <laughs> volunteer, yeah, volunteer work. <laughs> Richard Sherman is a lot of things. A philanthropist is not one of them. <laughs> hey, man, you know this man dismantled the Legion of Boom. To take no money, more to take more money. He said, "They said, hey, we can keep all these guys together if you give some money back." He said, "Oh, really? Fuck them guys." <laughs> they said, "Hey, we can't afford to pay you. Do you want to take a hometown deal? Stay in Seattle?" I said, "Nah, I hear San Francisco's nice this time of year. I'm going in division." Hey, people learn from their mistakes. He hasn't won since. Okay, so now he's gonna come to Kansas City, be humble about his money. Sign up the volunteer roster sheet and just put his name on there. Just walk, walk in. <laughs> we'll pay him in two years when we got the money, bro. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. You're right. Fuck it. Hey, listen. We, he's going to be retired been talking before about that TV money hits. <laughs> we got, we've talked about it a lot. There's top four, 40 corners in this upcoming draft. No, and- you can't. No, there are 40 corners who will be drafted. I'm telling you. They're top. Top 40 corners? Yes. What does that even mean? Of this draft. There's elite 40 corners in this draft. There are not elite 40 corners. There are 40 corners who can compete. Okay. We're going to get five of them (laughs) because we're going to need to draft them all. We're going to get five of them. And they're going to be gunners on punt team. If we get one return guy, that'd be great. <laughs> Isn't that what Chris Pringle or whatever? He's like the slowest guy, slowest receiver on the core, and he's doing punts. Yeah. Crazy. Well, Hartman doesn't want to do it because he always drops the ball. Tyreek Hill is too valuable. Robinson too old. And we're going to have to go out Sammy Watkins. So we got to get a receiver still. So I don't know how much money we do have, but we need to get a receiver. Yeah, I and I mean, go get a second round receiver this year. And I, and here's the thing: this draft absolutely sucks for outside receivers. They do. I was looking. I was looking for one. I was like, it's it's nah. a really good re- draft if you like slot guys. Honestly, this is like super hypocritical of me because I've been making fun of you guys for not having a tackle. But can you imagine? If you had kept your pick and somehow Jalen Waddle or Devonta Smith had fallen that far, or if you could have traded, like, honestly, I would have tried to like trade up to trade up a little bit and pick up like a really good receiver and call it good draft a project at guard bump somebody out. Now that you talk about it, 
honestly, if we would have found a way to get up into like the mid twenties and go get Rashad Bateman, I think you need a taller guy. Because I think you're probably gonna. I I would watch for the Chiefs to draft like Rondale Moore. Okay. Like that short, real quick kid out of Purdue. But mm-hmm. I think Patrick needs a bigger target. Travis Kelsey can't be your only like big big bodied option, especially that, especially that if you're gonna. Good. I mean, we'll see. What's his name? Uh, Elijah Moore. He's a good he's there. big body guy. Yeah, see, that's the thing too, because all these receivers can go in the teens, man. No, you're not getting a pick till what, 56? 49, I think it was. Oh, I thought it was in the 50s, because your your first pick is going to be Baltimore second. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm. This right here says the only guy available at that time is Josh Palmer from Tennessee. So that's Wolf. just exactly. Like, I don't – I'm not too sure. I mean, he has a good – he has a good grade. Yeah. But, I mean, all these receivers, the fifth pick – or fifth round, sixth round, look at Tom Brady, man. Anywhere in this draft, you could be a big hit. Look at uh, – I feel like the best player out of last year's draft – that was not in the top four picks was absolutely James Robinson running back for Jacksonville undrafted kid came up, got a thousand yards as a rookie. You never know in the draft, but what I do know is these guys that get paid to do what we do needs to stop saying that they should pass on Trevor Lawrence. It's the craziest thing that I've ever heard. Like now, it's I hear it more and more. Like, hey guys, uh, Trevor Lawrence is uh, probably not the guy at one that you should. People really should look at Zach Wilson and this and that. It's like, really? He made one comment about saying football is doesn't his. want it, bro. Doesn't want it. Doesn't then want he it came, enough. Then he came out two days later and said, "Hey, y'all, y'all doing too much. Y'all really think that I'm not about this life? I went to Clemson. Damn it." <laughs> he bout that action I can't wait to see this kid a lot of people are now doubting Trevor Lawrence wild Kellen Mond honestly, man Kellen honestly, Mond. I, honestly bro you're at one you're not picking Trevor Lawrence we've been talking about it for three years the prodigy of prodigy again I, I would try to trade out and roll with Gardner Minshew oh my God, you fell in love with his mullet, and now he should be everyone's starter. <laughs> so I don't understand. I, yes, he's I agree. He's not a good quarterback. He's not a good quarterback. He is a quarterback that can play the game. He is a Fitzpatrick, and that's it. He's a Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's just the problem is Ryan Fitzpatrick is still in the league, so Gardner doesn't have a spot right now. If Gardner went to Washington, that would be amazing. But it's not going to happen because Ryan's already there. There's no other spot for Gardner Minshew to start this year. Denver, maybe. That's it. New England. (laughs) Buy a jersey in a minute. Uh, I take him over. (laughs) I take him over Kirk. Oh, my goodness. 
You could convince me to take him over Goff just because I think he's more mobile when things break down, and I think Detroit's going to have a lot of things break down for a while. I'd take him over Jimmy G. Wow, that's crazy. I think in that in Kyle Shanahan's offense, that would be dope as hell. He's just a gamer, man. Also, have you heard the new? Also, have you heard the new rumor? Huh? What? San Francisco moved up to take Kyle Pitts. That would be that would be so dumb. Bro, (laughs) that would be so dumb. Kittle, Pitts, same like that. That offense would be a receiver on that team. Didn't they just sign one? No, they have nobody but tight ends. They they have people. They sign people. They have born. They have born, and they have Debo Samuel that can't be on the field. And they have that's it. They have a whole bunch of receivers that can block. That's cute. Nobody. They have Ayuk. Oh, Brandon Ayuk. Okay, good. Good route runner. They That's got, it. They got they got Tevin Coleman and Jarek McKinnon, so they got two backs who can catch. No, Cole Coleman's gone. I think. No, what? One of them's gone. Who's gone? Moster. Moster's gone. Moster's gone. That's you need another. You need another back over there now. I mean, you've got you've got one of the best offensive lines in football. Yes, true. Put a put a rookie quarterback behind it. Let him grow, nice and slow. Trade Jimmy already. Stop playing, bro. I don't Send think Jimmy want, to the Patriots. I don't, I don't think people want Jimmy. I don't want Jimmy. Yeah, you do, bro. Jimmy Garoppolo is just Josh Rosen who got I, a chance. No. That's wild. That is so wild. That is a runner-up quarterback in the Super Bowl. Josh okay. Rosen would have never got that far. And never. Brett, got and, that far. and Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson have also been to Super Bowls and played better than, or and Jimmy G played better than them. He almost won that game. He had that game hooked if it wasn't for a third and fifteen play that was just great. They had that game in the bag, and it wasn't all defense because the score was still good. You didn't want Jimmy G in the Patriots. You just want to see you true. Everybody wants to truly see what Bill would have done with Jimmy if Tom would have left when he was supposed to leave five years earlier. Two Super Bowl. I think I think Jimmy G is overrated. You don't trust him in the Patriots system with Josh McDaniels. I again, would he be serviceable in this system? Yeah, I mean Brian Hoyer almost beat the Chiefs in this system if he didn't have the world's worst clock management skills, and they missed a <laughs> fucking field goal. Like legitimately, I watched that game with uh, with Brian Hoyer, and every single like the end of the game. And at halftime, they could have scored points and they didn't score points because he didn't spike the ball. It was all on him. So, yeah. Do I think that with an incredible defense, the Patriots are going to roll out this year, a revamped offense 
that Jimmy G could do well? Do I think Jimmy G could win eight, nine, maybe 10 games with the Patriots? Yes. But again, I think Gardner Minshew could win 11. I think Cam Newton has a shot at winning 10 or 11 games. Like that's, you're, you're talking, you're talking about like Jimmy G you're, you're you're, Cam over Jimmy. I don't, I don't think that Jimmy G goes to the Patriots and it's Super Bowl. Like, I don't know. Jameis Winston won eight games with the Bucks. Tom won 10 in a Super Bowl. Like, is, is, are they going to be that difference that's going to take them from eight wins to a Super Bowl? Absolutely not. Could they win eight, nine, make the playoffs? Yeah, sure. Sure. But I, I think that has more to do with the system than anything else. You're you are going to give Jimmy G two kittle like players. You're going to give him uh better receivers that he had in 49ers. And you're going to give him and you're gonna figure out a running back situation. You have Sony Michelle back there. Sony Michelle could have games like the 49er receivers, if they actually gave him the ball that much. And when you do give him the ball that much, he has those type of games. Cam had kind of almost the same thing in Carolina. And he didn't get it done. Jimmy G had that 49er Super Bowl locked up if it wasn't for that defense failing to the Chiefs offense. There is no way in hell you truly think Cam is a better quarterback than Jimmy. And in this situation, Jimmy G can't take this team to the Super Bowl. I think if they do that, this team goes to the Super Bowl. If you compare Cam and Jimmy G at their very best, neither of which was in the last two seasons for either of them, then I think it's anybody's game. Again, I think a Cam Newton who was injured and looked absolutely terrible won eight games last year. Or Mm -hmm. what, seven games, eight games? Seven. I'm saying – if the worst Cam Newton I've ever seen can win seven games, then yeah, obviously Jimmy can win eight, nine, maybe 10 games when the defense is getting even better and the offensive weapons got even better. But I'm not th- saying, oh shit, Patriots on Jimmy G, Super Bowl. I'm not, I'm not running it. I'm not putting my money on them to win the Super Bowl. I already have money. I don't care who's win, who's at quarterback. <laughs> I have money on them winning the division. I think you win the, I think the division Jimmy, with Jimmy. I think Gardner. I think Cam, if he looks like if he looks as good as he did like the first two weeks of the season yeah. last year, you Cam, see? I think you see how you had to say maybe something. Maybe even for Justin Cam? Fields. <laughs> But again, like Cam got the COVID. He never looked as good. They said he's got that foot and that shoulder. Like if Bill thinks that Cam is healthier and if Cam says that he's healthier, because those first two weeks I was thinking like, oh, shit. All he needs to – if he can complete, what, 15 throws, go 15 for 20 with like this team – every game, this team could win a Super Bowl. I was thinking Super Bowl first two weeks of the season for them. Legitimately, he looked that good. Oh shit! All right, <laughs> you're the Patriots. You go look for Jimmy G. I think you go find the way to make that happen. If the 49ers go get a quarterback, which 
I feel like they should. Kyle Pitts at three would be insane. Also, I'm not wasting my – I would not be wasting my money on Jimmy G's salary. If I'm paying Jimmy G, I'm going to pay Jimmy G, I don't know. I'm not paying him more than $6 million a year. I mean, you're not paying Cam more than six, so. Yeah. No, hell no. You got to pay Jimmy. You got to pay Jimmy as 10, 12. No. Come on, man. Crazy. Jimmy G is a top 15 quarterback in the league. <laughs> top 15? Top 15 in the league. I, I think he's top 25. When Jimmy is completely healthy, he's top 15. Behind arguably the best offensive line in football in a run in a run dominant offense with the best tight end in football. Second best. No. You think Kittle's better than Kelsey? Yes. I think only he's doing much better only blocker. doing it to piss me off. I think he's a much <laughs> I think he's a much better blocker. Way I mean, better duh. in the run game. Duh. And I think I think he's equally dangerous in the passing game. No. Here's the thing. He puts Kelsey's up almost Kelsey's numbers. He puts up almost Kelsey's numbers with literally no other options. What they're gonna double Ayuk? <laughs> no, they're gonna they're gonna like they, they they don't double anybody, and everything is so tight because they run the ball so much. The fact that he puts up the numbers he does is impressive as hell. And blocking still matters for a tight end. If Travis Kelsey was a better blocker, Patrick might have been able to complete some passes in that Super Bowl. He's not there to block. There to go. I mean, he was out there with two guys. So when they have to franchise, when they have to franchise tag him, are they going to pay him the receiver rate? They will not franchise tag Kelsey no more. He is thirty-two, about to be thirty-three, going into next season. He'll get whatever contract he gets or he can go. That's where we're at with Kelsey. Come on, man. We're paying him 14 for the next two years. That's a lot. The fuck? Even with the fucking TV contract coming up. A lot for a tight end, not for a receiver. Yeah, no shit. That's what I'm saying. Fucking tight end. That can't block, like you said. Still, Kelsey's a better fucking tight end. Good, good thing. Good thing that blocking doesn't matter to tight ends, right? Good. It's almost like they're not on the offensive line. Don't need them when you got Orlando Brown over there, baby. <laughs> you had Orlando Brown for less than an hour. He hasn't even passed his physical yet. So he's a specimen. We're not worried about it. <laughs> it's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The money back guarantee picks of the week. Money not actually guaranteed. Please gamble responsibly. Oh man, my man is drunk on Friday right now. Hey, you know I'm under the lights, so we're all good. You know what's awesome this weekend? What Talladega? We're going to Talladega, baby. It is going to be a fun race. We're doing – we are at the Geico 500. Uh, Denny Hamlin is going to be in the one slot. Um, we're going to hope that Denny can keep on this hot streak of being in the top ten or top five finishes. 
I'm. It is so amazing watching NASCAR only on two specific areas. Right after the caution and the pit stops. I would love to be part of the pit stop crew. I think I could do it. Now I can understand why people call it a sport. Because these boys are just flying. 11 seconds, Jay. 11 seconds. These boys are taking off tires, filling tanks, cleaning windshields, giving Denny a sandwich. 11 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. It is the most amazing thing. And still, Denny can't win a fucking race. (laughs) Fastest pit crew in the game still can't win the race. Yeah, yeah, I know. You told me about it. It's super disappointing. But we're, uh, you know, can't can't go against the grain right now. We're going to go with Denny because he's just awesome. I mean, he's just can't finish at the end. He just, I don't know. Boy, just, I wish you could just watch a race. Just watch the last 20 of this race coming up. Just la- watch the last 20 because you got to really stick in to watch how everything progresses. It starts at one. Usually, finish time is around like four o'clock. I'll call you when there's last twenty. All right, deal, deal. Because if, if Denny is in contention, I will watch the last twenty. No, the problem is he's always in contention. So I will call, just make sure you're ready to tune in. He's always top five. There was one time where he didn't finish top five, and that's because of uh, he was speeding on pit road, so he had to start at the back, and he still ended up top ten. Because that's a thing. Can only go 50 in pit road. <laughs> I mean, there's a speed limit in NASCAR? Yep. Right when you get inside that line, you have to be under 50. It's pretty awesome. How do they clock that? Sure, there's like some punk-ass state trooper out there. <laughs> <laughs> some snitch. <laughs> yep. Beep, beep, beep. Got him. <laughs> Got him. 53. You motherfucker. Thought you could get away from me. Fuck it. That's got to be really dangerous for Bubba Wallace. (laughs) (laughs) Do I have to cut that? (laughs) Damn it. So good. Fuck it. Leave it in. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! It's going to be a two-lap penalty for you. <laughs> see, see who's really listening. <laughs> Cancel. Cancel. We're just kidding, guys. Sir, what's that smell? Can you step out of the car? All right. Now you got to cut it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now you got to cut it. We're cool with the really dangerous bubble. It was, you know, it was dark, but just under the... Nah. <laughs> I'm at work, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's oil, I guess. I don't... Step out, step out. <laughs> Imagine trying to have to step out with your hands up out of a NASCAR car. There's no door. Fuck. All right. Jesus. Okay. Where are we at here? Uh, I mean, you owe us, a, you owe us some picks, I guess. Oh, shit. I'm gonna, it's it's going to be a real sweaty decision. We'll have to decide whether or not to cut that. <laughs> that whole thing that's gonna be fun all right um so i got uh what do i have 
Uh, all right. I have so my picks for Saturday, which is going to be very fun, very exciting weekend coming up. Uh, I'm going to go with the sports first. I'm going to go ahead with uh, basketball. I'm going to pick the Lakers with the return of AD. Going to beat the Mavericks. I got my hat pick. I got the Sharks over our beloved Wild. And I am going game break. I have to give you my my super upset. Um, I know that um, Usman is that he's that problem, but we have me and you seen it. We have never seen George this good, this confident, this ready to go, and hopefully it shows out. I'm gonna go with George to win against Usman, and I'm picking Rose to pick win against Wade. The belts are flying on Saturday. It's changing hands. Celebration in Minnesota when Rose comes and parties in her hometown. Here we go. Here we go. Oh yeah. Wow, you're picking you're picking some dogs in the UFC. You're you're here for the upsets. Yeah, man. It's uh this is what the UFC needs. The belts will be moved around in these divisions. If they if the belt starts moving around in that uh one night or that 170 division and the belt starts moving around in the bat and weight division with the girls. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. The, especially the women's divisions have been super stagnant. Super. And it's time. I mean, granted, man, I mean, Amanda is a monster. Um, Wei Lee has defended her belt very well. Um, Good. I mean, Valentina has a good. Uh, I'm sorry, man. We haven't talked about Valentina. Um, sh- champion in that third. She's going to be the first fight when it comes to the main events. She is a elite uh, fighter in that division. Um, Valentina Shashenko is going to be a monster, but she's going against a Brazilian monster, man. And we've seen her fight. Um, her last fight and just taking punches after punches and she just didn't go down. She was yeah. that good. So Valentina has a big, big challenge going ahead of her. And she, but like I said, man, the belts could be flying all over the place. And Jessica has a really, really good, strong hand. So, I mean, you know me, I, I, I always pick those Eastern Europeans. <laughs> it's the next takeover. Yeah, like, yeah, man, you're a big <laughs> surprise. You don't have a Russian flag hanging anywhere. <laughs> no, dude, but I finally ordered my jersey. Hell yeah! Nice. <laughs> it's gonna take. Gonna lit. It's gonna take four to six weeks to ship here from Russia. <laughs> they gotta check it three times, make sure it's just a jersey. <laughs> I don't know what else we import from Russia. Honestly, it's probably gonna get like embargoed before it gets here. Biden's going to get all mad about something and not let us do that. All right. <laughs> Whatever. The void. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, and I'm sorry. This wanted to bring it up. Jacksonville Arena sold out event. Full crowd. <laughs> it's over. It's going to be a fun time. 
The crowd is going to be hyped. It's going to be the craziest event to watch. I recommend everyone to watch this event. Even if you don't, at 60 bucks for the pay-per-view, order it. It's going to feel like right back like nothing happened. All right. Well, me, I'm staying hockey because every time I bet something that's not hockey, I would. It's just how it goes. <laughs> I'm taking Pittsburgh Penguins, three-way line, in regulation. I'm taking a minus 200. They need, 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 need the win. I am going to take the Wild, minus 130. The Wild are hot. Uh, the Sharks generally have their number one game out of the series, so I'm not probably going to sit on them minus one and a half. But they just got through with a series where they obliterated the Coyotes, and they looked good every single night, one by two, every single night. So I am I'm sticking with a white hot wild to clean up the Sharks. The Sharks are, I believe, going to be eliminated from playoff contention in the next couple games here. So they might be bringing up some young guys. That's usually when they get their taxi service up and they start trying to get people some experience. The Wild, meanwhile, are potentially fighting for, you know, third spot, second spot. I think they're going to try to get the third spot and play Vegas, but it'd be nice to get the second spot so they can play more at home. Uh, I'm also going to take the Washington Capitals over the Islanders. They're plus 115. They're another team that's on the bubble that needs to keep winning because Boston Bruins have not lost since they got Taylor Hall. They are six in a row, and they are about to bump the Washington Capitals uh, out of third place. I believe Washington would very much like to stay there. So I'm taking Washington Capitals. I'm also going to take the Florida Panthers over the Carolina Hurricane. They're plus 105. But again, another team that really needs to bounce back and end the season strong. And I don't know if the pick will get out in time because it's a 1030 start, but Siska, C-S-K-A, the Red Army. American Game four dollar. of the Gagarin Cup playoffs. They are going to win in regulation. They have been looking so good. When they get one, they get two. When they get two, they get three. They are absolutely dominant in every game except for the first game. They're playing all the games in Russia. They have a bigger budget. They have a bigger staff. They have the Russian gas. They're going to win. They're going to win the series. They're going to make me a good deal of money. <laughs> and there it is. There is your money back guaranteed picks of the weekend. It's going to be an amazing weekend. Check it out. Um, also, one more thing you could check out is our social media pages you can follow us at money underscore back underscore podcast please like share and subscribe we are on all podcast platforms we have multiple episodes up we're super excited for the draft we're super excited for this weekend and it's going to be very exciting I'm going to start posting more clips I've got one that I've got locked and loaded I just have to actually get around to uploading it my computer takes forever to render but it's gonna happen it's gonna happen i'm gonna get back there starting yeah. a new job and it's been kicking my ass but we're gonna get back to the social media the passion project has to has to live yeah well, we're gonna make sure it keeps on rolling please check us out and happy gambling happy gambling let's make daddy some money. let's do it <laughs>
you need to win a fucking NASCAR race. I'm going with Denny Hamlin again. My last pick of the night. Denny Hamlin. Okay. 